So welcome back to another uh, Join the Brave podcast. Um, today we've got Dom Slattery and John Guthrie on with us. How are we doing, guys? Nah, no, not bad, mate. Aye, good. How are you? How are you doing it on? All right, mate. Um, had the chance Old. to meet up. I've been boring for a, for a wee f- uh, few months now, but we had the chance to meet up with a few of the boys now. Uh, spoke with the manager as well and uh, had a night out too, so it's good to see the boys and... Uh, See some familiar faces. Decent guys, decent. Right, we'll just we'll just kick into them. We'll just get we'll get people to know a wee bit about you guys first. So we'll start with you, Dom. So you were um youth at Queen of the South, um, and ended up at Stirling Uni. So was that just a, a was that a university decision or was that a football decision at the time? I mean, no, it was all strictly kind of um, study wise. Um, I had the option to, to stay on at Queen of South and go sort of full-time in the reserve team at the time. Um, but no, I was kind of geared up towards going to further education when I left school. Um, and I got all my, my grades at school and everything. So I always had plans on going to uni and stuff. So um, I didn't know at the time, but it kind of worked out because still in uni was probably the best in the country for football. So... Um, in the long run, it was it was a football move as well as a um, sort of academic move. But uh, but yeah, uh, at the time of actually moving, it wasn't sort of geared towards football at all. But it just kind of worked out for me in the end. Yeah. So you you've mentioned before that there's like several teams in the uni. So did did you have to trial out for them, or did you just go and say you want you wanted to be a part of it, and it was kind of accepted? Yeah, no, there's um, there's I think there's six teams at the the uni, so it's a uh, it's a trial process. Um, there's scholarship schemes as well, which I didn't really get on till till my third year. Um, there's scholarship schemes where you can actually earn a bit of money as well as play, and you get other sort of benefits with assignments and things if you're on a program like that. Um, but yeah, I, I originally just moved up there to to obviously study and went to these football trials. Um, started out in the, the third team in the university playing in the, the Stirling District League and then moved into the second team and then finally uh, got up to the first team in my third and fourth years. Do you think, you, I mean, you, you sort of mentioned it when you were talking at start, but do you think that was the best route for you at the time, being young and getting that chance? I think so. Well, people maybe disagree with you in terms of sort of the level you're playing at because... Um, probably did at the time think without sounding big headed that I was maybe um I could have played higher up in the teams but I think for a sort of personal point of view it, it was it was quality playing in the third and second team because those boys are they were much like me there's like like going out like socializing and things and it's a bit more leeway if you're in that kind of team because uh your games in the Bucks League are are local they're Glasgow Edinburgh I mean the first year goes Aberdeen Whereas in the first team, you can be down to Birmingham and Loughborough and things like that. So, um, I mean, you get back up the road or back home for a, for a night's out and things, which is a big part of what going to university is all about. So, um, from a social aspect, as well as just getting to know everybody and more people around the uni, which made the, the whole four years um, a lot easier, then it was definitely the best path for me at the time. Yeah, do you think it kind of put less pressure on you as well? Because if you look at maybe a young footballer, even looking at John, he went through uh, Motherwell. Um, but 
do you think there's maybe less pressure put on you because you were a uni student as well as a, a player um, and you didn't really have to think about it's the first team, it's, the, it's this, yeah. the main first team. Was that different for you? 100% mate, because um, even had one season at, uh, in the reserve team at Queen of the South in the under-20s and it's always kind of geared towards get, making that step up into the to the first team. But I mean, it, the pressure was completely different playing for the reserves at that level to then going and playing with a university side. I felt so much more relaxed and um, I think it was a big factor for me. Didn't didn't feel nervous at all going into any of those games and just felt at home almost playing at that level at the time, which is sort of just coming into my game now. So I just feel relaxed playing every game now. That's good. Um, did you did you see when you so obviously you signed to the Braves last season? Um, did you see that as a step up? Obviously, Sterling hold their own in this league really well, but because it's not being at uni anymore, did you see that as the big? Was that the biggest difference? Maybe you 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 losing the academic side, um, but you're still just staying at the same tier in Scottish football. But was it a step up in any way? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it, I think I mean the 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 boys and the manager and everything, they're brilliant over at uh, the university, but I just wanted a, a challenge where um, I've got boys around me that are maybe older, so the likes of Sinke, Ross, Wince, um, Reedy, the older characters that would maybe let me know if I have a bad game, because I was kind of a big player at the uni, so if I made a mistake or anything, it was fine, it was, oh, Dom, well, he knows he's made a mistake, whereas going to a team now where They'll let me know and they'll, they can guide me through games and, and, and help me a lot develop as a player, which is a big part of still only 22, 23 years old that I still want to try and develop. So um, I think playing with older, more experienced boys, that, that um, that's a really big part of why I came here because I think it was just a, a good natural progression playing at the same level, but with uh, with, with good boys around me that will, will help me develop. Was it difficult at the start? Like you said, you were kind of once once you got to the end of your uni, you know, you, you were kind of one of the bigger players. Was it different having other players to look up to and different players for advice? Was it like did you find it hard to to take that at the start, or did you did you welcome it? Nah, nah, not really. I, 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 as I say, I kind of always wanted it, and I always listened to what Andy's got to say, especially people that you've got respect for that have been there and done that. So, um, and then it just. The, tra- the standard of training was, was high, so that just gets the best out of me as well. So um, I think it was quite quick to not only sort of have their respect, but uh, they sort of, I gained their respect as well. Um, so I think I, I just kind of fit in quite well in that respect. And uh, the old boys, not taking me under their wing, but um, they've got respect for me is the same much same way as I do have for them. So um, that was quite easy in that that, that regard. Right. I will right, we'll move on to John then. Um, so John, you went through Motherwell as your youth career, didn't you? Uh, before you ended up at Albion Rovers, what was that like? Yeah. Uh, I loved Motherwell when I was there. To be honest, I was I was there for I think it ended up nine years. I was there. I can't remember what age I went in at Motherwell. When I, I when I stayed I stayed in the Gorbals and then I didn't really play it. Like I was younger. I, did, I kicked the ball about that, but I didn't really play. I didn't play with a team or that. And then I moved to out to Middlesbrough and I joined my local boys club. And then uh, we played at a tournament. And then I, it was it was Hearts. I ended up I went to Hearts. I was there for 
maybe five months or something, or four months or something like that. I, had, I hadn't even signed, I was just like on trial. And I was before that, I was playing with Celtic in the community and that when you were younger. And then obviously I went to Hearts and then it never, never worked out there. So I went back to our boys' club and then I, it was an art tournament and then get scouted by Motherwell. And then I was obviously there up until, uh, I don't know how many years ago it was now, but it, it was good to be fair. I had some great coaches at Motherwell. I had under 17s, I had like, Stephen McManus and Keith Lasley and that, it was great for me, the players that had played at a high level, not I mean, but like McManus was obviously the captain of Celtic and Lasley was Motherwell as well, so it was great on the way, to be fair, it was just a shame how it finished in the end, but yeah, I, like, I enjoyed Motherwell was always really highly regarded with our youth system as well, so is I just you just feel the same way with that, that they, they deal with everything well and they kind of give youth the best chance? Aye, aye, definitely. As I say, all the coaches were brilliant when I was there and I played with, obviously, the players that are playing at some level now, like David Turnbull and that, Jake Casey and stuff, they're all, big James Scott and that, they've all came through Motherwell Youth and there's other players that I played in the team that now that I played with as well and it's just, obviously, older ones as well that you played against and trained with and stuff and it's just, it's good to see them, obviously, doing well but it's a, it's a good youth system, training is Excellent as well. There was always a high standard, and the coaches were good as well. As I said, so it was brilliant. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, like, if you if you listen to what Dom was, he's completely different to you. Do you like? Do you think that was the best of bringing him up for you? Probably for me. I do. Obviously, I didn't know any different at the time, but I definitely felt like I enjoyed it. I was still going to school, and that I wasn't like. Like the Celtic boys and that they went to they all went to the one school but I was just still I was still playing with my school team and that it was just it was brilliant to be fair I enjoyed it it was just that was probably the best upbringing I could have had what I felt like anyway because I learned so much after different coaches different players and got to know a lot of people playing against certain players as well that are playing at that level as well so it was probably the best I felt I could have got anyway so obviously you mentioned that you still went to school when you were at Motherwell, um, but when you can, when you went to the full time basis, did you did you help out with jobs in the first team or anything like that, or was it different from what you hear from maybe ten fifteen years ago? I it was different. To, I have heard some of the podcasts and that with other players saying it is different now, but I did get like when I went up and I was training full time and that you just. Doing the usual jobs that the young boys always get in the kit and stuff. It's the same at the Braves. It's the same. It'll be the same everywhere. Young boys doing all the getting all the gear and bringing it in for training and stuff and cleaning the first team players' boots and stuff like that. So, but I, when I was, I uh, can't remember what, what age I was, but Motherwell were playing in the Youth Cup final. They won the Youth Cup final against Hearts, and I was, I just turned. 16, I wasn't a full-timer of that, but I, I got the opportunity to go up again in the changes room with Handon and that and watch them play, so it was, that was a good experience, obviously I never played, but it was a good experience to be in the, obviously the changing room at Hamden and watch Motherwell win the Youth Cup and that, so it was good. Aye, it's good to, it's good, good to even like having you both on, you both get different upbringings in the game. It's gonna. It's those different ways in Scotland to get through, and it's it's good to kind of hear how both of you kind of did it and how it benefited both of you. So we'll move on with John. Like you went to Albion Rovers, were you released by Motherwell? Then you signed for Albion Rovers, or was there a wee gap between that? 
Well, when I was at Motherwell, it was like, as I say, it was like a trial type thing at full time because the manager of the 20s at the time, Stephen Craigan, hadn't actually, like, actually seen me play. So I had to go in for a trial at full time. So I went in there and four or five months or something. I don't know, maybe four months or something like that. And uh, I'd done that and then he spoke to me. He spoke to me after it and he was just saying about like how he didn't know if I was going to get game time at the 20s. And I thought, because the boy Alan Campbell that's playing with my mother now was playing at the 20s at the time. He's, he's going to play ahead of you. So I just said, fair enough. And then he was like, uh, I'd imagine you'd want to go somewhere, you're going to get game time. So I says, I, like, I'd rather go somewhere that I would probably try and get game, game time anyway. So, and then he said that um, Albion Rovers had contacted him about it. Uh, and the manager there was Brian Kerr as well. And I knew him to Motherwell. I went over to a tournament in Ireland with Brian. So I knew him. And then he just got in contact with him. And he, he ended up, he was the 20s coach at Albion Rovers. So I was only 17 or something at the time. So I was like, just wanted to go somewhere and see what I would, see if I would like it. So, yeah, is it kind of disappointing at the time, or did did that maybe spur you on to to go make it elsewhere? Uh, it was it was disappointing. Obviously, it was because I'd been there for nine years, and I was that's all I knew was Motherwell. To be fair, since I started, so, so I was growing up and all my like, best pals and stuff were there. So it was hard when she get told that like basically you were going to go elsewhere. Know what I mean? But it's football and stuff like that happens. So. I was just like, after like a week or so, I just started wanting to focus on what was going to happen at Albion Rovers. And it's as a setback, but it's, as I say, it's football, so you just need to get yourself up and just keep going. To be fair, so. Definitely. So, well, we'll move on to, to getting you both involved now and just kind of talk about the Braves last season. So, obviously, it was a, it was a huge year for the club, you know, rebranding everything, new stadium. It was basically the first time the team were technically playing in the Lowland League, although it was the Sport Academy for a couple of years before. See, coming into the, the club last year, did when you both met with Ricky, did he, did he tell you about that, like, the way the club was more than maybe another manager probably would talk to you about coming into a club? Or was it, do you think it would have been just as similar? Dom, you can take it first. Uh, uh, I, I think he, he, he did kind of need to um, not sell it to us, but sort of explain the the whole way the club's running everything, um, especially for like somebody like me that had experience of playing against uh, Edu Sport, um, and obviously I'm from down in Dumfries where uh, they kind of played or spent a year in that South of Scotland league. So um, I kind of had a rough idea of the the academy side of things and how they uh, they always had the, the the boys over from France with a, a few kind of Scottish boys scattered about to help. So. Um, he kind of told us at the time that he was wanting to maybe try and get away with it, uh, away from that, and and have a more Scottish-based team um, with an academy underneath. And uh, and then obviously from there, he's he's he he told us how it would be sort of run and, and driven by the fans and and through the um, the online app and things. So. It, it was something that he definitely spoke about, um, and and yeah, they agreed to to more of an extent that a, a normal manager would speak to you about, um, at maybe more 
uh, high pro not high profile clubs, but with more established clubs that have got maybe a bit of history and um, and uh, sort of backing, and and you can see how they've got on in maybe the Scottish Cup and things. Whereas Edge Sport and Cali Braves have only had their their first year at. Yeah. Um, John, with you, like obviously when you met with Ricky, um, you'd you'd worked with him before at Motherwell, hadn't you? Or you'd known him from Motherwell when he was working there. So you're probably one of the only players that came in that knew him previously if, if I hadn't been involved in Edisport before. So was maybe both of them were a decision in you joining, but did you did knowing Ricky prior to coming to the club, did that kind of make your decision easier? I definitely it was when he got in contact with me. Um, obviously, I had him at Motherwell, 16s or something like that, and uh, he was a great coach at the time, still is. So, it was his training drills, was, was almost say, just explained everything about the club and how ambitious the club was. So, and I didn't, I, can, I, think, I didn't want to say no because it just sounded brilliant, everything he was saying about it. So, uh, the ambition of the club, basically, and Ricky selling it to is just basically wanted me to join. And, couldn't wait to get started. Yeah. Away, so. yeah, you both kind of came to that time. It seems that you've came to that time in your career where you wanted a challenge. You think the way the club was going, it presented itself as a maybe a, not maybe not a better challenge, but just a different challenge that you might not have got elsewhere. Yeah, for sure. I, and I think it's uh, I think it's providing a good sort of platform for boys like me and John who have. Uh, been in sort of young academies, nearly marks that it's the same Mark Kelly, they're the same type that have uh, maybe had knockbacks from academies when they reach an age where they're making decisions if they want to be in the first team or anything. And um, it's now a platform where the Lone League's getting a bit more limelight with sort of the the clubs that are coming into the league and the, the ambition of some of the other teams in the league. So I think it's presenting itself as a more promising opportunity for young boys which is uh, which is something that kind of we really want to take advantage of as as, as young players Yeah, John this was basically turned into your first real season in the men's game didn't it so like was that the, the like Don was saying about creating that platform for players was that perfect for you? Aye, aye obviously when I, when I first came it was I knew it was going to be hard I wasn't going to be playing every single week it was just a case of that I'd fight my way into the team. So it was once I got in the team, it was good getting a run of games. And it's some of the players in the league, obviously, the high profile players that have played at a high level as well. So it's good to get that and see the physical side of the game as well. Obviously, I never played that much with Albion Rovers first team. So I played, played a few games there, but it's nothing really big, you know what I mean? But um, coming to the only game, uh, a good standard and stuff, so aye, definitely a good first season. Anyway, aye. So we'll talk about the kind of highs and lows of the season. Then, like Dom, I'm, I'm assuming for you, you I think you only missed one game due to suspension, thanks to Jack Medill for a lovely back pass. Um, but was that the biggest part for you? Um, that you 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 actually were con- you were a consistent player within the team and you played every week. I think you picked up one niggling injury, but you you still managed to make the game the next week. Was that the biggest part for you? Yeah. I think so, mate. I, it's, um, it just kind of gives me confidence that the manager and, and Richie sort of believe in me to play uh, most games and, and cup games as well. So 
Uh, I've always said that I believe the, the, the best thing for young players is just playing games, no matter how frequent, uh, even if you get knocks, like the best thing to do is just play. Sometimes just play through them because you learn how to play through injuries and things. So um, that's something I've, I mean, I've played a lot of games for somebody my age um, over the last few years. So I think uh, it's, it's something I'm always kind of happy to, 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 to say that I can have played that many games uh, um, in one season. So, so yeah, for me, that's definitely a, a highlight that I've uh, been trusted to play just about every game. Yeah, did you do you still give Jack a bit of stick for that one? Getting you in the, the book for that? Well, Jack paid my fine for that red card second day of the season. I think it was the first home game of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, three was it Gretna or something? Yeah, three minutes. Was it Gretna playing? Three minutes in or something, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely always long after the, the, the game kicked off. And yeah. Well, at least they oh, did well. that for you, mate. At least they got you going. Um, <laughs> what about you, John? Was like the, you you maybe at the start, were coming off the bench and then you got this chance of the team and you took it and you were there for a long time, uh, running up to the end of the season. You took that, that's, I mean, I think you played in every position apart from Marsh's position in goal. Um, but you, you, you took it and was that your goal, like to get that game time and just take what you can get, be that versatile player and show yourself off? I was just, uh, I've, I used to, I played, when I was younger, I played right back for a wee bit, and then I think it was when they got they after Motherwell, I was playing right back for a bit as well. So it's good to be able to, as long as I'm playing. So it doesn't really matter to be honest. Just playing right back, centre mid, but it's good to have that. Now the gaffer knows that I can play the <clears throat> position. So if then like if I'm needed there as well, I can play there. But it was, as I say, it was always going to be hard to come straight in and just go straight into the team. So I'm glad that I was able to just take my chance once again. Yeah. I think it was, was it John Gee that got injured or something. Yeah, I think you, you got a in way that it was John Gee, um, Reedy and Blair, all kind of fighting for that same position. Uh, and then, then the Gaffers gave you that chance to go out wide, where he maybe looked at you more in the centre at the start of the season, I think. Um, and it, it, it gave you a chance. So maybe a bit of luck in a way with those three picking up unfortunate injuries but it worked out for you I know it's just that's all you need a bit of, sometimes you need a bit of luck in football it's, it happens all the time in every team so as soon as somebody gets injured as long as I fill in and do as well as I can do to be fair and I thought I'd done an alright job and obviously I'd get the run and the team at right back but I was enjoying it as well Yeah um, do you, uh, Dom do you think the, the kind of highs of the season were Going up to games like East Kilbride and East Stirling, putting in great performances and wins and showing that you can compete with the teams who are meant to be at the top of the table, you know, the teams that have been they were dubbed the kind of big teams at the start of the season. Was that the, the kind of biggest high for the, the club at the time? I probably mate, I think um, a lot of our best performances were away from home and uh I think the, the games where we're maybe not expecting to get anything in or out of we actually did quite well. Uh, I think the best the best performance is probably the Shire away. Um, I don't know. I think it was around about New Year time. But uh, but yeah, those those games against the bigger teams. Uh, I don't know if it's just bigger pitches. Maybe suits us because uh, we like try and move the ball and the ground and that. So it's they've all kind of got decent surfaces. It's 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 more suited to to us anyway. So I think the, the fact that we could go to those grounds and uh, show that we can definitely mix it with them. Um, 
especially on a football in front, and that was that's probably one of the biggest, uh, or the most pleasing factors um, from the season as a team, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, John, is that just kind of same with you? You know, like, I might sound daft, but I thought one of the our better performances was when we went away to Kelty. The scoreline might like say differently, but as a team, we played really well, and it was just it was a it's a great team that Kelty had last year, and it was hard <clears throat> to eventually break them down. But do you, do you think that, like Dom said, it was maybe not going into the game as underdogs, but going into the game and feeling like they're they're the bigger, they're meant to be the bigger team. Why don't we just go play the way we can? Is that the kind of mindset he's had going into those games? I there's no reason, but it doesn't really matter who you're playing. It's just go and try and play the same way against everybody. And as Dom says, if you're not the ball but well, that's the way we try to play. And it was the same at Cumberland Colts the first half. It, Played them off the park, just passing the ball a bit, and then at Kelty Hearts as well. We done as you see, the scoreline was obviously was didn't reflect. I don't think the way we played because I thought we knocked the ball a bit well. And we've done that in a lot of games. Well, as you say, is East Kilbride and uh, East East Stirling, and then Spartans as well when we beat them away from home as well. So we've had some uh, great results this season. Obviously, guys, we like. We had those highs, but there was obviously times where the, we had a kind of rut, basically, as well. Like, December time, January time, we got to that difficult part of the season. Did did, did that affect the team mentally when we're going through that kind of run? Or do you think that we've got a strong group of boys that, that you knew that you could get over? Which you ended up doing. You played really well in January and February. I think, uh, I think we always knew we had a good performance and result in us. Uh, I was speaking the other day and the, the, I think a lot of the times when we maybe had a setback, we always sort of bounced back. But it was just a case of maybe putting three or four wins together in a row that was the biggest issue. Um, obviously, there were some, some some bad results that we'd like to put right and wins and, uh, sorry, draws and stuff that we definitely should have won. Or maybe games that we were getting beaten, like John said, at Colts, when we definitely should have at least taken a point. And then obviously... Maybe think back to the the Rothis game in the Scottish Cup, and that was really disappointing because that was definitely another game that we felt we were uh, good enough to go and win that game, and um, probably just didn't turn up in the day. So um, I think, as I say, it was just it's a case of maybe putting together a run of three and four games winning, or or maybe the games we were maybe not at eight, nine out of ten, uh, still managing to take points from those games. If we can maybe add that, then I think we'll be we'll be really on, on on set sort of way to finish it higher up the league next year because that was maybe the biggest thing is the, the games that we weren't at it we were really kind of letting ourselves down so if we can turn that right then we'll be, we'll be alright I think Yeah John see like both of you are like young players in the team does that did that affect you in a way that you thought the consistency wasn't there at times did you think that's because it was a young team I mean we had a lot of experienced boys but it was a majority it was a young team do you think that was maybe the reason why the consistency hadn't been there because a lot of years had just came together um, and you said a lot of years had just kind of came into the men's game if you will as well uh, well it's always it's going to be hard once you've got a team a full new team the first season but I thought I thought we'd done really well for, a, for a, basically a new team a full new team so, but it was there was a base of young players there, but we were all we've all played football our lives, know what I mean? So it's no exactly new to football, but I know what you mean about men's men's game and that. But it's end of the day, it's still a game of football. So, but 
there was games that were, as Don was saying, we were just, we were doing well in the Colts game, for example, in the first half, and then first half we were absolutely all over them, and then just, we lost a goal, it's, it's happened in a lot of games when we lost a goal, he just went down and just ended up losing a couple of goals after that, but and then some games we were, showed our character, you could see at the end of the game, where, Example, the Rothfuss game, we nearly came back, but the Dalbeatty game and that as well, we ended up drawing, I can't remember what getting beat, but we ended up drawing five each in that game as well. So there was a few games like that, like Musselburgh as well, when we were getting beat. And then we ended up coming back and winning that game as well. So it shows it, like, it's, as I say, it's a, a lot of young players, but there's great character in the team for stuff like that to happen, to come back from being beat. Because it's no easy going can do three one or whatever, and then coming back and winning the game, it's it's hard. But we have done that well. We just need to cut out the uh, going down three one or whatever in these games. But I'm sure it'll be will be better again next season. Just improve as much as we can. Yeah, um, and one one thing every player that we've even spoken to on this, and you can just see it um, from the team is there's a good kind of collectiveness with the, with the squad. And I think maybe that's credit to Ricky, who built a really good squad that's came together. And you're all really good pals. You know, you've all got on well in the dressing room, outside the dressing room as well. Don, do you think that was a big impact in the fact there was a new team? But how quickly you've got together and how quickly you've bonded together? I think it's such an advantage to have, to be honest, mate. Um, just the fact that you're all kind of mates and maybe do things with each other and out with football and stuff is... It just builds you sort of much closer as, as a team as well. Um, so it makes you kind of want to come in, come into training. Uh, uh, you're excited to see the boys and things, and, and the banter's always good in that. So I think uh, in terms of how close we are and how much we kind of socialise, it's, uh, it's definitely a, an advantage that we've that we've got, and uh, it's, it's definitely good to have. Yeah. Um, John, just kind of talking on that, um, we've had a couple of stories from the, the Christmas time in Liverpool. Have you got any to add to that um, from, from any of the boys, maybe including you, if you want to include the pair of you? Uh, well, there's obviously the main one's been told, but was, I think it was, uh, it was a Saturday night and uh, me, Dom, Neely and uh, Big Kyle went to the casino and uh, Big Kyle's fell asleep in the casino as well. <laughs> and, uh, well, one we ended up. I can't mind. I think it was about six o'clock. Or, it must have been six o'clock or something in the morning. We're walking, walking back to the hostel, and uh, big, big Kyle was mangled. My, uh, we were just talking about. We were just talking about like, uh, what teams we supported, and uh, obviously me, Dom, and Neely were Celtic fans, and Big Kyle was saying he was a Rangers fan. He was just talking about Rangers, and he was. He ended up. Uh, he was, I don't know if he was trying to wind Dom up, but he was getting dead nervous, man. And he, he pulled me in. And he's he's whispering to me. He's like, I, I think I think Dom's going to smash me. I'm I'm so scared case Dom smashes me. He was bottling it the full way home, man. He nearly crossed the line. Did he? Well, he didn't. We went to the casino to watch the UFC. We've watched the three Scuddy fights before the main one, and then Big Kyle's decided to fall asleep. <laughs> As the boys are walking out for the main the main event, Aye. and we're like, "Fuck's sake, we need to get him up the road." So 
He's getting at that one, and he? he's opening his eyes every two seconds. Uh, he's looking at his neck, falling asleep again, he's opening his eyes, falling asleep. Oh, Brilliant. Man. Excellent. Poor Kyle. Uh, there's, always, there's always one. There's always one on the nights that they kind of last, isn't there? Oh, he, he's, a, he's a top man, by the way. He's, he's brilliant, my baby. Uh, great guy. The, ha- the happiest guy I've ever met. <laughs> Non-stop smiling, man. Yeah. Do you think that was a good thing because you were all like you were saying how close you were? The, a lot of the guys have maybe said that the night out is a little bit different to what they've been at other clubs that they, they actually there wasn't everyone that went, but it was actually everyone went and even Grand Dickey showed up who wasn't even at the club anymore, you know, things like that. It was it was good to kinda of see you having that. Was that did, did you kinda of, do you feel like you need that just to end at the halfway point of the season just to kinda of rejuvenate his players and teammates? I don't. I think. I think they're. I think they're top eh, to go out on. Uh, even if, like, even we had one dead early on. I don't know if it was after a league game or a pre-season game, but we went out. No, it was a. It was a league game. We, we actually got battered off BSC about six 0 Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, and uh, I remember at the time because the, the gaffer was asked, kind of, not really wanting us to go out. But uh, call, call at the time was saying, I think it'd be good for you to to just go out and maybe forget about it, and it was. It was brilliant, and the the night, the two nights in Liverpool were, were top. Like they are some of the the best days and nights out I've had, it's, especially because the the Saturday we we played Gretna away and we beat them. I think it was five five one or something. So, uh, Christmas nights out are always good. Like, and that's my first time sort of going down to England. I've always had them in up in Glasgow and Edinburgh or something. So, going out and taking in a different city and and everything was was class. And I think they're always just good for building sort of team morale and, and everything you, you boys maybe say stuff that they wouldn't say if they mm. were sober and things so you, you just get to know a lot more about everybody's personalities and things and I think they're, they're, they're just top for getting to know everybody on a much sort of deeper level I think Yeah it was, you could definitely see as well because once I got into February that's when we had the good run of games against we played well against Kelly big and beat and then I think the BSC game we also played well but then you had the Bonnie Rig game you had East Stirling, you had civil service seven two games like that came after it. So do you think the, the throughout the season it kind of changed from a, a brand new team to a really tightly knitted squad that just very quickly, John? No, uh, once obviously you get to know all your players and what everybody's good at and stuff, and obviously the night suit and stuff like that, we've all get get close as a team. So that's obviously helped as a factor on the park as well. And then once you have a bit of form as well, then you start start winning a few games, gets your confidence up as well. And there's never there's, we've always had that confidence. To be fair, and we've always had good relationships in the team, so it's been a great dressing room and stuff like that as well. So, aye. Yeah, um, we'll move on to kind of we'll talk about obviously as this is out, the, the app is eventually is now launched. You know, it's been a long time coming for the club, you know, to get over the line. And you guys have been a big part of that now because you've been in the club for a full year. So you have been waiting for this to come out yourselves and you've been part of doing different things for it. Um, did it, did it, is it kind of a relief to kind of see it come out now for you? Because I know you are players, but we, at the club we do have a big media presence involved and... You, you guys have been, well, personally, I thought you guys have been brilliant in coming in and doing interviews, things like that. So, do you think, was it was it good for you to actually see this come out? Like, you've had a look at it as well yourselves. Um, are you impressed by it? Are you happy to see it come out? I, I wouldn't even say 
I wouldn't say relief's the right word, mate. I'd say it's, it's exciting. It's because uh, I mean, how do we look at it today? It's and all the content on it looks looks top class. So I mean, it's it's so not forward thinking, but it's it's ahead of what anybody else was really doing, especially at this level, anyway. So uh, it's exciting to see sort of all the the hard work paying off, especially from from the media guys, you guys, and it's uh, good to see what you've been doing with all the cameras at every training session. It's actually fucking. It's actually getting showing up somewhere, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Same with you, John, it's just uh, that kind of, it's different, you know, it's, it's probably different from any club you've been at. Um, and to, to have it at a young age, do you think it's, it's a good kind of building point for you as well to have this kind of maybe media training and stuff that you wouldn't have got at other clubs? Like, I don't know if uh, you did it when you were in youth, did you get like media training? But it's different uh, to you and it's probably good for you. Uh, no, definitely. I've never had anything like it. It when I was younger or all that, but um, no, it's definitely good. The amount of work that you've put into it and the media and the app and all that stuff, so good all season. It's good for me as well, being a young boy that's getting older, it's good, and it's good for the club as well, gets the club out there as well. That's the aim of it as well, so it's definitely yeah. a good thing. Gets the club out there as well, that's the aim of it as well, so it's definitely yeah. a good thing. Dom, I wanted to maybe ask you because, like as we mentioned, you went to still in uni, but you were a marketing student. So it might it might sound a bit daft, but did you think about that coming into the club because you knew what the club was going to be doing? Did you think about that side of it, um, even that marketing side of what the club was going to do and what it was thinking? Did you have an opinion on it? I mean, in total honesty, at the time, it, it wasn't something that crossed my mind. But see, over the course of the year, that you can see everything that's. Uh, it's kind of relating to just general business, which is a lot of the, a big side of what I was studied. So you see everything about uh, fan engagement or just the uh, sort of customer engagement and, and brand awareness and things is such a big thing this, uh, in this day and age, especially with social media and things. So seeing it sort of firsthand up, up close and personal with a with club that I'm actually quite close to is... Uh, Quite exciting to see that. So I suppose from what I took over the four years, it's a wee bit of that is relating to to what I'm seeing now from from the club. So I does it impress you then, like the, the way the club's going in that kind of way. Like you did, you did mention like not really forward thinking, but it's that initiative to go and do something different in the Scottish football. Was that kind of impressive for you? I definitely, mate. It's, it's so out there because I mean, I think. Scottish, the Scottish game probably gets a hard time for maybe not being as forward thinking as maybe the Dutch leagues and German leagues and things. So, for somebody like Chris to just sort of implement something like this at, and having to start right at the bottom with nothing, no fans or anything, it's 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 brave from him and it's uh, it's a it's a real kind of exciting time, especially for for all of us as the players as well. So, um, I mean. Had Chris been able to invest in in a, a big, well-established club, I'm sure he probably would have. So the fact that he's actually had to do it from the from the ground up, and we've got an opportunity to sort of be there and say that we we can have a big sort of stamp on it, that's uh, that's exciting as well. Yeah, um, and even John, you know, we, there was also the documentary at the time, and I know it ended with you, like it basically ended in the Kelly Hearts game at start of the season. So you guys weren't on it as much as maybe it would have been when it was going through the change but that was on STV player like was that impressive to see for you as well just to kind of that your club's doing something different your club's on the telly you know it's strange I know I know it's just 
it's madness to think that that as you say, it's on STV. Is we I know we weren't in it much, but it's it's actually it's mad to see that something that's going to we we were in and we're party. You know what I mean? It's going to be on the telly, so that is it's good to be part of it and just shows you how far as Dom was saying that Chris has came with this club just started for the bottom they just worked his way all the way up and now he's got something on STV and a documentary about the club and that will just show everybody how ambitious and how how much he's done for the club you know what I mean yeah and I think a big thing to kind of point out is off the pitch the club seems very ambitious but I think on the pitch we're just as ambitious like you guys as players are very ambitious Ricky's probably the most ambitious person I've ever met in my life you know he, he always aims and for the top he always aims for the highest he always wants the best from the boys and I think you guys as well he's, that's the best thing he's done is he's brought together a group and it's the right group to, to do this would you say that Dom just this, this that's the basically what Ricky's done yeah definitely mate and it's it's, it's good for me as a young boy that there's actually boys sort of younger than me as well that are really good players. Do you know what I mean? So it's, uh, I think the club maybe probably had two ways of going about it. They could have forked out and maybe brought in some more experienced guys that have been there and done that. And it would maybe have lasted two or three years. But I think with the the, the squad that's in place, it's a bit more of a project. Um, there's maybe a bit more longevity, uh, a part of the squad just given the sort of age of everybody because um, it's a real good blend of sort of young players that are hungry to, to try and push on and get up into the leagues and things and uh, with a good mix of sort of old boys that have been there and uh, kind of done it at, at the level that we're all kind of aspiring to, to make it to. So I think the gaffer's gone about it in the right way um, in that respect. So it's, as I say, just dead excited by everything that's going on at the club at the moment. Yeah, so let's let's turn our attention to like next season when, I mean, it looks like it's going to be as as of today. It looks like October is going to be when it starts. So as we recall this, you guys still haven't been back training. But are you looking forward to the season, John? Are you are you are you raining to go? Or you, do you just miss the game now? I definitely. It's just obviously having to go out and do running on your own. Nobody nobody likes doing it. So you would rather go back to kick a ball. With, you know what I mean? Your football team. So it's especially with all the boys that are there as well. We'll just go back to seeing them all. And getting back to training, you just want that to happen as quick as you can. But it's been frustrating, just everything that's happened. Everybody will be the same. But you can't do a single thing about it. And it's just hopefully we'll be back in training soon and get our fitness back up and start playing friendlies or whatever as soon as we possibly can. So I'm looking forward to the season starting as well. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to kind of to maybe think about the season because you don't really know what it's going to be like because you don't know how teams are going to end up training and how long teams are going to train maybe more than others just depending on what they're allowed to do uh, but where where do you can I see it John like for next season where do you see the club on the talking on the pitch uh, where do you kind of see the club going in that sense but we just if we if we're more consistent this season but keep playing the way we've been playing football wise and just keep working hard well we can definitely be up there anyway try and try and get higher in the league than we did this season and as I say it's just try and cut out and down the game, some of the games that happened like for, as I say again the coach game just end up going on to win that game stuff like that and try and not lose so it's, it's hard to say it but you just try and 
cut out individual mistakes and stuff. But it's definitely I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure we can we can get up there anyway, get higher than we did last season. Just keep consistency is key as well. So that's it. Yeah, Dom, talk about consistency. Like, I think one of the biggest things that hopefully people outside the club have noticed is that we've kept a good spine of the team. You know, if you th- if you think of the spine we've kept, um, you playing nearly every game last season, you probably played with a lot of different guys along the back line. Are you kind of hoping to see how that we can cement that into a fixed team, if you will? You know, you're, you're going to have uh, the, the experience Andy Dowie coming in as well. Um, Big Jack's kept on and things like that. Are you hoping that that'll be something we go for next year and keep that consistency? Uh, yeah, for sure, mate. Um, I think it's a big a big uh, factor. And I think we're a year ahead of where we were last year. It seems obvious to say that. But the fact that now we've got a year under our belts playing together, just under a year. But um, but that's, that's already an advantage to where we were at this time last year. And then, uh, obviously, on the kind of consistency thing, it's a massive thing, especially as a back, a back four, back five, whatever it is, with, especially with your goalie as well. Um, just knowing everybody's games, and I think it got to a point at the end, sort of towards before the football stopped, where it was a bit more settled in the back, the back four and five with the goalie. So, and we, the results were improving, not not improving, but the performances were improving. Um, we've, we just felt better together as a as a sort of unit so I think as a defence um, the more you can play together and know how to, to work as a as a unit then definitely stands you in better stead to go on and win games because I mean if we keep the ball at the net as much as we can then we've definitely got the players going forward in, in this league that can that can hurt every team so um, if we are sort of a good basis of keeping clean sheets and, and keeping the ball at the net then we can definitely push on with, with results Yeah um, like John, even looking back last season, you ended up a bit uh, on social media. Ended up a bit of the fans' favourite. Like everyone was always saying they wanted John Guthrie playing uh, when you're on the playing and saying that. I, I saw a few people saying they'd take eleven John Guthries in the team. Where, where do you want to play next year? Like where where do you want to kind of cement your place next season? I know obviously the gaff is going to get a choice in saying that, but like where do you think will be the best place for you this year? Well, I think that obviously. I was I was playing right back there when John Gee got injured, but I think I'd I'd rather go back to centre midfield because that's where I, my position actually is, and it's you know it's I like I like both positions obviously, but as long as I'm on the part, but centre mid you're, you're always on you're always on the ball, more more involved in the game, so and it suits my what I think's my attributes, so it's playing in the middle of the park, so. Probably centre midfield, but as I say, I would I would play right back if I was needed there as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. So guys, it was just just to kind of sum up, do you when you when you thought about the project a year ago, did you think that it would still be the same just now? And looking forward, do you still see that progression going when you get told a bit at the start, or did when you maybe at the start, Dom? Did you more think about the football side, and now you've got both sides, and you've got that ambition on both sides? Did you do you see that now? Yeah, no, I think you're right because I mean it's the same when it, when anybody goes into a new team, and obviously we were all coming into a new team at the, at the same time. So I think regardless of what was being sold to us at the time about the app and all the media stuff at the time of signing, it was probably just right. Can I get in this team? Can I stay in this team? Um, and it was just purely fo- football focused 
Whereas now we, we know the responsibilities and we know the, the 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 two sides of the club, and I think it is exciting as well. It's it's another aspect to your life where you've got something to look forward to and and kind of drive you on away from maybe work and just football alone. It's, it's something else that's going to kind of keep you occupied and things. So it's definitely a case of having to balance up the both of them now at the same uh, um, at the same sort of level. Do you know what I mean? So it's. It's, yeah, it's exciting as well. Yeah, is that just the same with you, John? You know, when you first came in, maybe you were you, you had the stuff in the background of what Ricky said about the you know the app, the documentary stuff. You wanted to make yourself on the team. You know, like Don was saying, is that the same with you now? A year on, you know, you've you've been in here now. You understand what it's all about, and you've got that kind of more headspace to think about everything else and look at the ambition of the club going forward. I definitely when I first came, and obviously the new ground was getting just it was getting done up and that the changing rooms were getting done up so it was a big it was got a big and the new name obviously as well so it was a big step for the club changing as well and it's obviously new a year on and the apps coming out and all that so it can I can only see it going going up the way so once once the apps out and people start looking at it and you're able to watch the games on it and stuff draw more attention to the club as well so hopefully you get more fans as well from that app as well, so it's good. Yeah, definitely, guys. Uh, it was good to, to speak to you. It's good to see you again. Hopefully, um, you'll be back training soon uh, and the, the league will kick on and you'll be back playing football, you know, the game you want to be back playing. So, good to chat to you guys and um, all the best for the season as well. Thanks very much, mate. Take care, Top. son. Yeah, it's a one, right? See you, mate. See you later, mate.